You are listening to a UK Stroke Forum International Journal of Stroke collaboration interview with speakers and presenters from the 2010 UK Stroke Forum in Glasgow, UK. The British Association of Stroke Physicians, BASP, was set up in April 1999 to promote better care for people with stroke in the UK. Professor Peter Langhorne was one of the founders of the British Association of Stroke Physicians and the International Journal of Stroke spoke to him. In your article you call stroke a Cinderella condition. What does that mean? That really means that for a long time it's not had the recognition that it really deserves in terms of the impact of the illness on the population and on individuals and it uh, many people felt that it, it just hadn't had the recognition and the support and the funding and the profile that it deserves as a, as a, a condition. Why was there a need for a British Association of Stroke Physicians? I think that there was a particular set of circumstances in the UK that, firstly, um, stroke care wasn't the, the province of any one medical specialty. So nobody really had overall control and responsibility. And secondly, certainly within medicine, there was no one association that championed the needs of stroke patients. And so the, there was a real need for an association that championed the needs of stroke patients, but also could be a broad church that could involve and represent a, a range of, of specialist groups who all contribute in different ways to stroke care in the UK. So how has the association's development benefited the field? I think it, it's benefited in a number of ways. Um, probably one of the most important ones was getting stroke medicine recognised as a postgraduate training um, item um, and there's now in many parts of the UK trainees in different uh, specialties can spend a year specialising in stroke so as to build up their skills in stroke care and I think that's been really important at bringing a focus and building uh, a, a group of individuals who are really passionate about proving stroke stroke management across the UK. But there's been a number of other areas. It's, they've uh, promoted education um, and they've really sort of uh, lobbied government and helped inform the uh, National Stroke Strategy and the various slightly different initiatives in different parts of the UK, but they've all had input from BASP members. Can you mention the association's other activities aside from the ones you've already mentioned? Well, I mentioned, yeah, firstly, it was, was getting stroke recognised as a subspecialty that you can, you can get some additional training in. I think the educational meetings have been a really good development, um, not just the contributing to the UK Stroke Forum, that's one thing, but they've also had training activities for doctors who want to improve their skills in stroke management. Um, I think, as I said, uh, working with uh, government to try and um, 
enhance the role of, of stroke and try and get more resources into stroke management. And also, I think, promoting research and research meetings in stroke, so generally to raise the profile as a professional activity. And is UK Stroke Forum one of those meetings? Very much so. The, the UK Stroke Forum is really the two organisations that, that uh, lead in the management of the UK Stroke Forum is the Stroke Association and the British Association of Stroke Physicians. So that's been a, a, a joint initiative with a lot of other partners, but they're the, the leading groups that have uh, tried to promote that. So can you outline the association's other activities? Well, the, the other activities, apart from the subspecialty accreditation, have involved, um, firstly, educational. There's um, working with the Stroke Association and other partners to establish and maintain the UK Stroke Forum. Um, secondly, with... Um, but, with educational meetings for trainee doctors, so in areas like thrombolysis and other specialist aspects of, of stroke management, they've had regional meetings that trainee doctors can come and build up the skills. They've promoted uh, research in, in stroke and meetings where that research is, is communicated and shared. And um, also... Uh, lobbying government and providing advice to government in terms of the various strategies that have taken place in the UK to try and uh, improve investment in stroke management and improve the profile of stroke uh, as, a, as a medical subject. Here in Australia we have um, disadvantaged groups mm. like Indigenous people in Canada, the same. Uh, and in other countries around the world. Does the UK have any more disadvantaged groups? I think there are some. That there's always a worry about in the UK about health inequalities, which is probably is not as simple as access to health care. It's, it's more of a social and um, um, a historical problem as well. More recently, I think there's concerns that uh, certain uh, immigrant groups have possibly have less good access to health care and health care education, but i don 't think we have the same complexity as some of the some of the other countries the association 's initial aims covered six main areas mm. to guide and coordinate stroke medicine training for doctors as we 've talked about to developing high quality stroke services, facilitating research, mm. organizing educational meetings as u k mm. stroke forum lobby government on stroke-related issues and to provide uh, policy and expert mm. advice and policy. Um, do you think all of these aims have been achieved? I think there's been progress in all of them. Uh, there maybe it's not been equal progress in all, but I think there's, there's actually been progress in, in all of these. One, for instance, that I didn't measure, mention was um, about improving stroke services and, and the... Um, one of the subcommittees of BASP was very, has been very active at benchmarking what services should be available in every service. And um, that, I think that's been a very useful kind of activity to allow members to, to negotiate with local managers to try and get a, a, a basic standard of service in every hospital in the country. So I think the, the progress is, has 
not been even across all the aims, but there ha I think there's been progress in all of them. Where to now, as the burden of stroke becomes mm. globally? Of course, the I mean the remit of BASP is, is British, <laughs> um, although I think that there has been some interest from other countries about this model of approach. I think within the UK, the in the medium term, the one of the bigger concerns is is the threats to healthcare funding, just because of global uh, financial problems and. I think one of our big in, uh, initiatives will be really just to try and keep stroke as a as a priority within the UK health service and ensure that stroke patients don't lose out because of the financial crisis. What are the most prominent risk factors for stroke in the UK? In terms of individual risk factors, they're pretty much the same around the world, actually. The biggest being high, high blood pressure, smoking coming next, uh, and then you've got a little cluster of uh, overweight, inactivity, diabetes and a few less common ones, atrial fibrillation, uh, cholesterol. Cholesterol is common, but uh, you know, they're, they're, they're coming in the sort of second league of risk factors. But our big two are still blood pressure and smoking. And what about ageing? Yes, I, I didn't really mention that because you can't can't do much about that. Um, but definitely as the population ages, the group of people at risk of having stroke uh, increases. So we've got a, a fight just to keep the number of strokes in society at a steady number. We've got a battle to do that. Excellent. Peter, thank you so much for speaking. To thank us. you very much. This interview is a collaboration between the International Journal of Stroke and UK Stroke Forum. You can find this series on iTunes and at the UK Stroke Forum website. This podcast was created by Carmen Leif Jenkins, Managing Editor of the International Journal of Stroke, which is the flagship publication for the World Stroke Organization. Please consider becoming a member of the World Stroke Organization. Go to www.world.org.